0: Hey everyone, welcome to Petcast. Another season, a new season, a new month Now it's August And as you know in Malaysia We celebrate Hari Merdeka on August So this month, I will be talking to people around me About liberation, about kebebasan About Kan diri ataupun yang, yang merdeka In their own way and in their own right So for my first guest for this month i will be talking to my very own best friend her name is farina jika last year she was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer and this year she is free from it so we want to talk about her journey and about her so let me introduce to you guys farina jika hi farina how are you hi i'm good I'm feeling great Alright So Farina uh, I heard that just last week Or was it earlier this week That you actually went to IKN for a checkup Like, Do you want to start that? Do you want to talk about like What's happening with you now? Um.
1: Okay so currently I dah habis my 12, uh 6 months chemo So last week I baru je pergi my checkup And I got good news from the doctor which is my cancer marker is below 5 which is considered normal and that I also got my
0: um, vaccine appointment yay wow when is that gonna be? Um, somewhere in July that's great that's great um, yeah I'm gonna get my second dose uh, around end of July as well and I hope like everyone else out there will be uh, registering if you have it uh, if you have just check out my Sejahtera it could be in any time right now Okay, so that's how it is going on now Let's back up a little bit on last year When you just found out about being diagnosed with cancer You will be turning 38 this year, correct? Correct Uh, I'm pretending like I'm not uh, remembering our age (laughs) So last year you were 37 You were, you know, you were going through life as usual How did you find out that you got cancer? Um, From food
1: poisoning so we had a, a raya potluck Dekat office that day And then the next day tu Some of us memang kena food poisoning Some of us macam you know Cheers, beers and stuff <laughs> Tapi all <diorang> like i <laughs> Macam like sekejap je So I punya sakit Sakit perut I tu Was like the whole day the Saturday And then until the next day And then memang sakit gila On my um, left abdomen and then, that's when I decided, which the second day tu, I decided, say, okay, I need to go to the hospital. Because I was, actually like, a week before that, um, a friend of mine, um, punya cousin, something like that, passed away because of food poisoning. So, I
0: chua. Oh, so you went straight to the hospital? You didn't go to the clinic? Yes, you went straight, alright. Okay, then? Yeah. Sebab, so, actually, uh, before that, we did
1: call um, a nearby clinic punya doctor, And dia pun macam... Agaknya saya was, like, terlalu macam sakit ke. So, he didn't like really know. Uh, he just like gave a normal food poisoning punya ubat. But so, it didn't work. Macam because until the next day tu, I punya abdomen tu still sakit. So, that's why I terus masuk ni lah hospital.
0: Alright. A nearby hospital. Uh-uh. So, um, I remember you were in the hospital for more than three to five days. And we were all just waiting like... Because we have all been... You know, have we had diarrhea before? Uh, We will probably have diarrhea in the future, and we know the feeling, the pain. But just to hear that you were in the hospital for three to five days, uh, we were kind of like worried, right? We were very, very worried. Um, Tell us about the time when you were in the hospital, and how did the doctor actually uh, revealed uh, the news to you? Um, I was in the
1: hospital for like the first. 3 days tu memang sakit sangat I rasa that time tu is like macam, I try to sleep off the pain tapi and then, that time I was alone juga because kan during COVID so only patient je yang boleh ada dalam hospital at that time um, and like every macam minute tu eh bila ni nak pukul 2 padahal macam like 1.55 tapi rasa macam 1.55 ke pukul 2 tu macam 1 jam dia punya sakit dia and then like on the third day too i vomited so the doctor pun macam because they um, at first i buat ultrasound and then nothing and then on the third day too i vomited and then the doctor terus macam like okay there's something really wrong lah so i did um, x-ray dengan ct scan and that's where the doctor found a tumor lah in my colon uh because on that day juga and then i still sakit so memang this decide lah whether macam to buat surgery ke tak kan. So I just uh
0: hmm, cross lah with the surgery. Before going into the surgery, did you ever have you know the what see in your head at that time? Mm no
1: because memang um, in my family pun punya history like there's no cancer history. So, at that time memang, oh okay, tumour macam just carried out, you know, from my colon because I'm like really in pain. So, just that's about it lah. And then, finding out that it's cancerous was actually, I pun memang after the surgery, said okay. So, um, I just said okay, so the tumour is out, so I can go back home. Uh, apparently not. And then, the doctor actually tahan I dekat hospital until I have uh, bowel movement. So that's when like my sister, like she's not currently in Malaysia. Dia, she keep on pestering me like asking the doctor doctor, like, you know, ask the doctor what is the tumour, kan? Um, and then like two days after surgery too, bila I tanya the doctor too, then he said, yes, the tumour is cancerous. Tapi masa tu, I'm like, oh, okay, cancerous. But it's out. So I'm like, tak I do So I'm just like looking forward to go back. Basically. So at that
0: time, you it never crossed your mind uh, you know, it was it was new information, and you probably didn't have time to process it or digest it. But it didn't go through your mind that okay, there's going to be procedures after this cut, this uh, surgery. Correct.
1: Yeah. Right? It hit me masa, mm-hmm. um bila dah, dah, after the surgery too. I stayed about a week in the hospital until I have a bowel movement. And then masa nak um discharge from the hospital tu I think my husband he asked the doctor so does she have to do chemo masa tu memang tak terfikir pasal chemo because I thought memang um after surgery the tumor is out then I just can go back and you know, live life like normal and then when the doctor said oh yes she does have to go through chemo masa tu I memang okay So that was like... uh, Then it hit you.
0: Yeah, correct. Wow. Okay. So, at that time, mm. right, when you went home and... I mean, what's the first thing that you wanted to do? Like, you know, some people wanted to uh, just be alone, some people wanted to call their parents, some people uh, wanted to go out and just like, oh, before I go for chemo, I want to go out. What was was the first thing that you wanted to do after uh, having the news? That you were going to go through like a series of chemo that would probably last months or even a year. I knew
1: that I wanted to travel <laughs> before proceeding with my chemo. But during that time, I was still like we were still going to through MCO, right? And then um, and then because yeah. I had actually a major surgery, so it's it actually kind of restrict my movement, and um, I can't really move. Like, you know, like, kalau jalan pun macam rasa berat Rasa macam usus nak jatuh Macam tu, because like, memang the cut Is quite big jugalah, in the middle of my perut And Memang, not travel, kalau boleh Tapi, itulah, tak boleh So, just like, macam during, like In Malaysia je, and then, the duration After my surgery, to chemo Memang sekejap, it's only a month uh, because I was glad that I got the appointment, at IKN. Because I heard, mom it's kind of hard to get appointments at IKN. Yeah. Um,
0: what was your like? Because you were you had the surgery in another hospital, and I understand that it was a, a private hospital. Because you know, at that time, you thought it was just diarrhea, right? And then, like, to transfer to IKN, like, what was what was the turning Correct. point that made you want to go to IKN? Um, okay,
1: so when the doctor actually um, he actually said, okay, okay, uh, you do you want to go to which hospital, kan? and then I said, oh, can it be somewhere in KL, which is in my mind it was like PPUM, because I know that because I've been um, like accompanying my mom to PPUM and I know that PPUM have a lot of um, specialists, and it's nearby where I'm staying right now, uh, and then when the doctor like suggested. Terjaya I said it's like, Okay It's like It's quite far And then um, He said Okay just um, Think about it Because the next week me Memang ada appointment Dengan doktor tu So he just said like, okay, think about it And then next week Nanti you beritahu I which hospital And then Bila I balik tu I told my um, My Personal Insurance agent About my situation And then She suggested For me to go to IKN And then That's when I know There's such thing as IKN, you know, Institute Cancer Negara in Putrajaya. So yeah, so actually that was what the doctor was referring to when he said Putrajaya. So I thought it was the hospital. So then Ah, we made up my mind um, to masuk IKN because it memang fokus on cancer. Yes,
0: Yeah, it only makes Mm-mm. sense right for for you to go to the specialist Mm-mm. that specializes in cancer. Okay, so when we talk about insurance, right? When we take insurance, we don't really I mean, of course there are possibilities that we are going to get like all these kind of uh, diseases or sickness or all these uh apa ni? Kita dah cakap uh, sakit yang berat-berat ni lah kan. Tapi at the same time kita lah fikir macam oh I want to take this policy because uh I might have cancer, right? So when when <laughs> yeah. you, when you call your agent uh did you know that your cancer was covered?
1: Uh of course not. So that's why I just I <laughs> can because like when I was at, at the private hospital it was another insurance. Uh it was uh, it was my company's insurance mm. lah. And then knowing, finding okay. out that I have to go through chemo, so I have to find other means lah to, because because as you know, um, the procedure, if I am transferred from a private hospital to a government um, hospital, then it's a, it's a different kind of um, procedure and the payment and stuff like that. So that's why I contacted my personal um, insurance agent. And... That's where Like I was glad That I took the insurance Because Actually I Took it like Two years back And Memang Masa ambil tu Memang tak fikir kan Because Yes Some of us actually Fikir like Okay company uh, Company aku ada insurance So why should I take Another insurance Correct So yeah Also um The insurance Yang I ambil tu pun Is actually not Life insurance It's actually um What do you call that Commitment um, replacement, okay? Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure. I forgot block. <laughs> so it actually macam uh, the okay. insurance too is more on kira back up untuk you punya commit monthly commitment when you go through chemo cause takde oh, kerja kan?
0: Okay. Ah, uh, so that's the insurance. What what is the insurance for? For a normal person like me. Um, even though my father uh, was diagnosed with cancer and he actually uh, lost his battle with cancer 10 years ago, I wouldn't know how much uh, my mother had to pay or my father's insurance or whatever that was going on back then, right? Um, can you tell us, Like, I'm pretty sure each and every type of cancer would probably be different, but can you tell us like, how much uh, as a ballpark your uh chemotherapy costed total you. Tak ingat.
1: <laughs> but i remember every session cost about um eight hundred fifty so i have i had like twelve cycles so twelve cycles times eight hundred and then plus some other like um much expenses because like every every time ke okay, towards the end of the chemo tu other yang I can skip because I was in in the first few months like dual cycles each month and then because every cycle every cycle tu akan depends on my apa white blood cell punya ni kan level so towards the end too like you can ambil darah. Before starting chemo So, sometimes Macam oh, okay Blood level you Tak cukup lagi So, kena ambil lagi darah So, ambil darah tu pun Actually Will cost Money Juga, yeah. So I think like Total cost about 15,000 um, 15,000
0: 15, So, that Yeah, so that's IKN So, meaning that If you were to continue With a private hospital It would cost more Correct
1: <laughs> Because uh...
0: Um, okay. my okay. procedure
1: masa surgery tu because yelah the reason I because at that time that private hospital is the only one available near my house so I was confident yeah. that I just had you know food poisoning like berapalah sangat sekali major major surgery it kan to? so the total went up mm-hmm. about 80,000 so that's quite a lot yeah wow. so that's quite a lot so comparing to my chemo session and the surgery to my chemo session to consider like murah lah dibandingkan dengan tulah kan
0: yeah yes that's right uh-huh. that's right okay let's talk about um, the journey that you had to go through chemo I mean we all know most of us uh, knew how uh, people had to go through chemo through movies you know or documentaries like for me or anyone who has uh, the experience of having a loved one uh, going through chemo would probably know tapi we want to know from you because you experienced it firsthand uh, how was it um for
1: me, I walked okay it was like how do I say it wasn't it wasn't hell but it was. <laughs> To me, my chemo journey was annoying. Okay, because, um, it it like, I my my chemo cycle will take three days, and then not gonna go to the because I didn't wanna stay at the hospital. So at first, my first appointment, the doctor suggested two types of uh, medication, which is Z Locks and Folfox. So Z Locks me only six cycles. And then for Fox too, uh, for twelve cycles. So at first, and I'm busy So because Z just makan ubat je. But then apparently the doctor kata oh, but then cangkuk punya skin nanti akan very dry. I have eczema, so I cannot take Z locks. And then the doctor kata okay, memang tak boleh ambil. Then you have to take the four Fox. So and then you want to stay at the hospital or you want to go back? And at the time we among like tera COVID and like I cannot have peneman at the hospital. So, I said macam, okay, I don't want to stay at the hospital, I want to go back. Okay, then you have to take the bottle home. That's why I have to take, uh, to put inside me chemo port. So, yang the annoying part ah. tu is that macam, okay, bila you dah masuk ubat, and then you dah rasa macam sangat penat, and sangat mual, and you don't have the energy, and then you balik rumah, you spend one whole day dekat rumah, and then the next day tu, you tengah macam like, Tengah macam ah, Rasa takde energy tu You have to go back to the hospital Untuk buka balik botol uh, So pada saya Macam that part is Really annoying And then <laughs> um, But then macam Comparing to Because I did my Chemo Stasiun dekat um, care, So there's a lot of Cancer patients Yang macam-macam Okay and then Nak di My situation Dengan diorang Situation macam Apalah sangat uh, so, for those yang tertanya-tanya if my hair gugur ke tak, uh, gugur tapi tak sampai yang you teruk sangat macam you tengok google dalam macam yang you have like bald patches. No, right? I mean,
0: yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, no. That one is... um I, think I guess it depends on patient as well and the drugs that they take.
1: Uh, it also, yes, actually it
0: uh mostly yang um, dekat daycare care tu mostly yang
1: uh, rambut gugur ya the bald patches tu are those uh, yang ada breast cancer yang i notice yeah
0: right hmm. right did you have conversations with them because i understand that your chemotherapy would last you for a couple of hours uh, in the hospital did yeah. you have conversations
1: so macam lah and then uh, i jumpa like memang kolom cancer dengan saya. Sama ada juga. Um, I wore out like every... Because every every time datang for the chemotherapy tu memang different patients. I did have uh, conversation with them. And then my session is from... Because I have everyone yang buat uh, chemotherapy for that certain day. Memang kena datang lah. And then uh i punya kemoterapi sampai pukul 5 usually usually i lah yang macam like the like one of the last to go back
0: Wow, oh, a whole day from morning until 5 pm because um
1: the limit dalam day care tu is only like 40 40 patients and then uh. um so memang you have to come in the morning Memang kalau Everyone kalau tak kisahlah You punya ubat berapa Because You have to masuk uh, Drip air dulu Before masuk ubat uh, So pagi-pagi memang is busy lah For the nurses Untuk macam settlekan Siapa dapat Krosi And siapa dapat uh, Katil And then yeah. Yang I selalu jealous Dengan all those patients Yang datang macam Datang for like Two hours And dah balik because I'm always macam yang, yang last kali Bila macam Orang nak Apa dah Dah kosong lah Sampai orang macam dah Angkat-angkat Apa macam dah tilau Semua macam saya rasa macam FOMO <laughs> kan apa nak balik ni
0: <laughs> So what do, what do you do While you're waiting What do you usually do um, I usually Sometimes
1: I borak I tengok lah if the patient tu macam tak larat, tak adalah lah I kacau dia kan. Tapi macam usually macam lupa yeah. ubat masuk tu, everyone macam chatty lah. Setiap ada macam mm-hmm. makcik ni, dia pun katil, like katil ni ke <laughs> like sebelah side punya katil borak pun ada juga kan. It's, it's fun lah yeah. macam um, the other patients pada I macam I actually like look, looking forward to like conversations with the patients kan. Walaupun agaknya jam diorang yeah. pun dah bosan kan, borang. <laughs> Tapi macam, yeah. you know, it keeps like it keeps us going lah. And then, um, like usually I akan, mostly, most of the time I akan tidur. Because I, apparently that's how I, because I try to macam do some like light activity ke apa kan. And then, tak boleh fokus. So, I just like lie down je. Bila dah ubat tu, dia dah start macam dah, dah naik yeah. kan dah rasa ubat tu kan. On my first day of chemotherapy tu, I vomit. Memang I even memang even the nurses pun terkejut. <laughs> yeah, I vomit because the yeah because um that the first day tu, dia orang bagi usually I masuk pagi, ada pak cakil I dapat katil about like 11am macam tu, so dia orang drip I, and then sampai and then the ubat tu is from another department. So, usually macam... Uh, so, that's why macam kena masuk pagi. And then, diorang akan prepare the ubat. So, usually, I akan dapat ubat about... Um, Twelve. One. Macam tu. And then, on the first day tu... Apparently, kita orang ada... All the first timers... Selalunya akan go for this talk lah. Dia akan bagi tahu macam mana... Especially uh, for... Um, yang jaga patients kan? Dekat rumah. So, macam mana nak jaga patients. Like what we can eat. Semua tu. And then... Um, on that particular day, diorang terlambat sikit nak bagi talk tu. And then, by the time I went back to my chair, uh, my lunch dah sampai. So, dia okay, uh, suruh finish up my lunch lah. And then, like, 5-10 five, like five, ten minutes after my lunch tu, dia macam, Okay, masuk ubat. So, I macam, oh, okay. And then, kita pun like, first time kan, tak tahu. So, one hour after masuk ubat tu, I rasa macam, okay. There's something like, coming out. And then, I try to tahan. And then titibu, it just like mm-hmm. burst out. Yes,
0: I made a mess in IKN on my first day. <laughs> if you're working in IKN, uh, this is Farina Jika. <laughs> you probably have cleaned up her mess. <laughs> we're, we're Of course, we have a feeling of sorry that you had to go through that. But at the same time, I enjoy and how do you say, I feel lighthearted when I, I hear the way you take these stories and you can actually laugh about it now right because we need laughters we need mm. uh to to think back and not to take ourselves as uh victims it's easy for me to say because I didn't go through it you you went through it but just feeling your energy right now uh I, I, I admire the your spirit okay so we have talked about your um you know the processes what you went through on technical terms and um, at the hospital but you know through it all you were spending most of your time at home and we as you know we are going through a pandemic so there's not a lot of physical support that you will get from around Uh, what are the things that you like and what are the things that you didn't like while going through that
1: Um, Meaning like during having chemo and also having chemo during MCO
0: I mean you after chemo you went home right So much if it's not pandemic perhaps like You would have your friends or your family around uh, to visit you and stuff like that But but during pandemic it's all different Mm -mm. So like what did you like and what you didn't like about it?
1: Mm Well, I think it's, it's the same thing as everyone else Whereby macam you cannot do Because we're the type of people yang selalu keluar And you know, just senang nak move around And meet our families especially, kan And then, of course, uh, walaupun habis chemo um, I, My immune system memang is not as uh, I'm considered high risk lah, so, memang kalau nak jumpa my mom ke, my dad ke, macam ada restriction kan, macam tak boleh just like ah, lepak ke apa ke. Even though macam kalau tak ada uh, PKP, you still can go uh, Tapi macam walaupun macam kena mesti berjaga tapi ini lagi extra. And then you cannot go macam, oh I want to go macam like last year, eh early this year like you tak boleh keluar daripada Selangor. And then macam during like last year tu, masa semua orang dah keluar daripada negeri masing-masing, I was like a bit like, um, how do I say, a bit down lah, you know, because I can't, I can't move around kan. Because I was looking forward to, because before kena, apa, before found out that I, I've got tumour, so memang looking forward lah towards the end of the year, tu jalan-jalan semua kan, like even tak boleh keluar Malaysia ke, but then I tak boleh. So, masa tu memang saya rasa macam like FOMO lah. So, what I did <laughs> kat rumah was that I tengok YouTube uh, channel, YouTube shows yang naik uh, bike packing. Ta-da! <laughs> Jumpa benda lain. Okay. <laughs> During chemo, like every week, I akan ada benda macam yang I nak buat after I habis chemo. Imagine, I ada 12. Um, yeah, 12 cycle, kau rata? <laughs> <entah? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> so, itulah. Well,
0: but you know, at least you have something to look forward to and I love doing plans for nothing, you know, even like on a daily basis, kadang-kadang kita macam, wey ada tiket murah ataupun booking.com murah, but you know you cannot go anyway, but you just, you just want to have that imagination to just keep you going. But other than that, right, on a deeper level, like what did you learn from this uh, journey. Uh, how how do you take it? You know, some people say that it was a beautiful journey. Some people say that it was so hard. I don't want to relive it. I regret doing this. I regret doing that. Like on for you, right? Like, what was the thing that was so profound after going through this uh, very unique experience?
1: I will not eat a lot of sausages. Because that's my favourite food.
0: Because <laughs> I, okay, because, okay. Um, I don't know but i it's it might sound, you know, for another meaning. But okay, let's, the real sausage, right? We're talking about food, yes, right? Yes, we're
1: talking about food, okay? <laughs> okay. Alright. So, okay, and uh, And then, um, because actually the cause of colon cancer uh, is processed food. is eating a lot of processed food and also uh, eating a lot of meat sebab actually uh, untuk body kita to digest meat tu lagi lama daripada makanan lain so that's why kalau macam dekat hospital makanan dia is either ayam or fish Cause nak digest hmm. yeah and then cause
0: so so that was your favourite food right the sausages yeah apparently because macam senang nak prepare <laughs> kan <Yeah. laughs> So is it just sausages or is it like all frozen food? Um, because it was processed. Yeah kan? yeah
1: yeah correct. So any any processed food lah macam you know like nugget and all the fast food mm. kan macam know back then um I, I tak adalah selalu sangat makan fast food uh, tapi macam dalam seminggu tu maybe like twice ke like maybe hari Isnin I makan Texas chicken hari Jumaat I makan Big Mac you know that kind of ni tapi sekarang memang ai oh. jagalah ai berhati-hatilah you know my with my um red meat intake especially dengan processed food
0: mm okay so now you're back to the normal diet where you can just eat anything that you want mm i mean like you know in moderation of course but are you back in your normal uh, taste buds and everything yeah
1: yeah i'm i'm back on my like normal Taste but and then i eat tapi macam berpadepadalah you know because i have to i still have to remember what ni baru habis chemo ya jangan lupa diri uh.
0: faham 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 well, so much i mean that's on like the food part <laughs> this we we know that we all love food mm-hmm. right but on a deeper level like i mentioned just now is there anything profound that you learn from this experience itself
1: um I guess some I think most of cancer patients like I can give you we were by macam like it's a Quaisana masa during my chemo tu I feel like sebab tak expect to have cancer okay I sebelum ni memang selalu fikir macam okay I tak akan kena cancer I I ada fikir macam tu sebab I fikir macam oh my family tak ada uh cancer history so most probably attacking can cancel and then I can do and then I feel much all the stuff that I didn't do. You know machum when I have when I threw chemo to I feel much after this machum I should do anything that I want. You know if I want to try something like I don't know. I did this one cycle to TT Bites and I nak surf pula, you know. And then uh yeah, yeah. and then more like macam Because I'm always like I jenis susah juga nak focus. So during chemo tu I feel like I need to like slow down and just focus and do one thing at a time and that macam oh yeah with the tagline like you know like Mati itu pasti jadi hiduplah. Faham?
0: So you were looking forward to just continue with life or live life uh more fuller than you used to, is it?
1: Yeah, because I always also try like previously I memang always cem like, restrict myself like thinking about macam kon apa ni cakut oh, takut takut apa orang fikir semua. So, tapi like now I I rasa I lebih I rasa I lebih bebas. Ya, yeah, during chemo tu, I'm macam eraser lebih macam, you know what? Um, aku dekanser and you know there's a possibility macam, you know, you don't know when you you terkejut dengan kanser, apatah lagi dengan mati. So selama you yeah. hidup ni, you just do it. You know, if you feel like doing it and if it, if that thing that you want to do is good for you, macam, why not you just try it? You know, you don't want to look back and regret, macam. Oh I should have tried this lah kan tapi sekarang dah tak boleh try you know back then macam you boleh try kenapa you tak buat Hmm
0: Yeah yeah I mean yeah I mean because because we all live just once and and I remember how you know I grew up with you and you've always be uh, been the cautious one hmm. Hmm. like between me you Pija and all like we were all like um the crazy kids, like we were the crazy ones and you were always the ones who was like uh, reminding us like, hey, uh you know, you might get into trouble or things like yeah, that. Yeah, tapi and aku
1: still join eh, yeah, panjat I mean, tepi tingkap tu. Uh.
0: <laughs> Stop, don't tell public. <laughs> <laughs> faham, faham, faham. Okay, yeah. so alright. On a lighter note, uh, after this, what do you want to do? After pandemic, I'm not talking about cancer because you are free from cancer now. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. bebas cancer. But now, after kita dah bebas pandemic, apa yang kau nak buat?
1: Pagi, travel lah.
0: <laughs> what would be the... Where would be the, the, the next place mm. that you're going to go to? I will... I will
1: go to Young Yang the music festival. Yang ada bands oh, that yes. I want to see. So, what bands do you
0: want
1: to see now? Um, what bands? Huh? What what music am I listening to? I lupa. Um most probably. <laughs> I don't know, The Strokes.
0: No Yeah, you haven't seen the strokes I yet, I haven't right? seen the strokes yet it's, it's one of your wish list Mm-mm. Since before, since probably Mm-mm. Uni times I want to see Red Hot okay. Kalau yeah. I do Yes, I mean, you have been the biggest fan of Red Hot Or Anthony Kidiz, at least Just one person in the band, perhaps Yeah <laughs> Why don't you just go to his house, right? <laughs> macam, oh, tak ada Ah, Oh, sorry, tak ada rumah ni, cik... Tony, Tony Tony, <laughs> Tony <laughs> oh my god i want to be there i still want to be there okay so is there anything else you want to talk about i mean we don't want to talk about cancer anymore but what, what do you want to talk about well, i understand that even through cancer and chemo you were still working you uh, were you are a graphic designer for a, a big major company you also do unit trust um, a public mutual you're also designing for my pet cast, just FYI guys. She is the designer behind all the designs, the great designs uh, on my uh, pet cast, like the posters and the teasers and everything. So you can do anything because you do it while you're having cancer. Right? Yeah. so after this, without cancer, you can what what else do you do? Um, Are you going to continue? Continue. Huh? Continue let <laughs> huh? <tik> me design <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. My question was like you know, what do you look forward to? I mean, are you going to expand your public mutual be network? What 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 do you want to do?
1: Of course, like, you know, lebih um le buat lebih Lah, on the stuff that I, because I still love doing graphic design. I also love doing unit trust consulting. I mean, like networking, and I feel happy like sharing info with my clients, with my prospects, and I am happy to share my graphic design ideas. So I'm um, I'm still gonna stick to these two like clashing. Maybe or will chat like, huh, graphic design, unit unit trust consultant. Jump, macam- yes, guys, you can do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can do whatever you yeah, want, Yeah, correct. Right? <laughs> so, any last words like for anybody out there who are probably going through uh, cancer right now or who is a champion just like you or what do you have to say to them?
1: Um, okay, I live by this quote. Okay, ni macam tak adalah, like terlalu macam you know, macam you are you macam tak ada. <laughs> quote ni is this my this is my personal favorite is on my facebook punya page eh uh, the quote is every time you are able to find humor in difficult situation you win so that's my quote
0: and obviously you we we all uh enjoy the kind of positivity that you have around you know as a as a person who knows you and also just by listening to this podcast perhaps people are also uh smiling and laughing together with us Thank you so much for uh, coming uh, to our first episode as a guest, Farina. Uh, we totally appreciate your time, um, and we love you. Uh, and thanks for being being a champion in our lives. All right, we will we will be talking to another uh, amazing person this coming week. So have a good night. Bye bye.
1: Not gonna talk about Not gonna talk